Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hi. Oh, wait. We usually do an intro. Oh, yeah. Well, this view makes my eyeballs look real crossed. Oh, good. Maybe they are in real life. That's what it is. I've been meaning to tell you. (laughs) Sad. Theme song? Where did all my things go? Oh. your excuse i don't know how to use this all right hello hi welcome to what's your excuse the podcast i am megan i am kaylin and this is a podcast about (laughs) oh yeah podcast where we talk about uh the reasons we are fucked up weirdo individuals right yeah i'm gonna put the snow as my background oh god (laughs) Yeah, you want to talk about your past week? I hated it. <laughs> this was before it got bad. Yeah, we got some very inclement weather. Yeah, Texas. Texas said, really said, fuck you. Yeah, well, you know, the state of Texas is governing. Is, uh, <laughs> not great, as it turns out. Nope. Not at all. Pretty bad. Actually. Yeah. So that's the, oh my god. I wh- I feel like I'm watching fucking Blair Witch Project right now. <laughs> so all of the moving and the glitching to give it a normal background. <laughs> they don't know how to change it. Yeah, oh, there we go. Uh, and we- <laughs> Um, but so, yeah, we got a lot of snow. <laughs> Caitlin, I'm going to make you turn off your video. <laughs> it's funny, though. Okay. Yeah, too much snow. I hated it. Yeah. And mm. so what'd you do? Oh, well, I watched season two of The Mandalorian. I watched, rewatched all of Attack on Titan. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, watched some movies. Um, before I was going to take my nap today, I didn't end up falling asleep. Uh, but they put The Conjuring 2 on Netflix, so I used that to lull myself to a nice, good, sleepy state. But then I was too interested in <laughs> didn't sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I was just hunkered down here and. Uh, thank God I have a nice neighbor who was very nice to me and would take out my trash because I didn't want to go outside. Yeah, <laughs> he messaged have- me. He goes, I know for a fact you're not going to want to go outside. He goes, so put your trash by the door. I'm heading that way. And I was like, God bless you, sir. You're doing the Lord's work. And he drove with me for moral support the few times I did have to drive. So I was like, phew. Yeah, we didn't um, have a choice on going outside. George uh-huh. made us. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't go out. There were times where I didn't go outside. I never opened my door. Yeah. Like a day and a half. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I never lost power or water. Same. Um, but my work did get completely flooded, and that was not good. Mm-hmm. So it's been a 
and now we can't open for two weeks. So. Well, that's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. Oh, well, I'm sorry. We can't go back in the building for two weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know when we'll be able to reopen. So right. Right. <laughs> it could be months. It really yeah. sucks. But mm-hmm. anyways, um, yeah. Uh, how are you? How's your week? Cold uh-huh. week. Good. Um, we didn't lose power, water, anything. We just stayed, you know, we stayed home mostly. I mean, we did get our second vaccine. Oh, yeah. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. It knocked me on my ass. Yeah. The second yeah. dose? Mm-hmm. Did the first dose do that to you? I don't no. remember. No, the first one doesn't do that. Just the second one. Oh. First one gave me a sore arm for like three or four days. But the second one, uh, that night we both got like chills. Um, I like slept with my heating pad and four blankets and still had chills. Oh, Jesus. Uh huh. Um, I woke up, Ryan was okay after that first night. I woke up and like had a pounding headache, had muscle aches, was still chills. Um, and oh that's right couldn't stop shitting so <laughs> that that's was my every day yeah well oh, wait I- that vaccine bud <laughs> i'm just gonna shit my pants <laughs> everywhere just buy some pins <laughs> for that day yeah probably huh damn yeah. that's weird I-, I don't feel like i've heard of was it diarrhea mm-hmm Mm, sorry i didn't mean to make you disclose that <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's interesting i i don't know if i really have heard too many people having poo-poo issues yeah i haven't either honestly uh, but that's you know it is what it is i guess i can sit up <laughs> we uh george did not take me down on any walks i didn't get slip i didn't slip and fall on any walks which was nice that's good oh yeah. I a few times almost but didn't get me yeah i always wear big shoes mm-hmm. you know and yeah. so i didn't slip really at all yeah it was like because i wear like tires on my feet yeah <laughs> great <laughs> yeah see i had my uh dust- my tires lost more traction than i did who are you saying this i wore those like duckies that i have oh yeah yeah and my like or my either my duckies or my rain boots rain boots are not that great for the snow but it'll do in a pinch well at least your little feet won't get wet yeah oh because that's the bad part about snow yeah it really is i hate snow this was my worst nightmare. I live in Texas for a fucking oh, reason. Like, what are you using to wipe your eye? It looks like you were using Kitty's tail. It is. Oh, good. Great. I was crying my tears. She's like, what the hell? It's like, let Great go. Kitty. You say hello? Say hi. Hey, Kiki. She's rubbing her face on the phone. Say meow. She's Yeah, she's just trying to get back to the old days where she just screamed during our episodes. Make your appearance. Say meow. There she goes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, do you want to tell them what we'll be talking about this week? Yeah, today we're going to do uh, what, urban legends of sorts, right? Yeah. Uh, I went a very specifically creepy pasta route yeah. um, with the classic. Right. So there are so many good ones that there's one that I remember reading years ago. I think it's from like 2009 or something. Um, and I, uh, I liked it a lot, but it's like a 40 minute read time. <laughs> so I was like, fuck that. I'm not reading that. Yeah. I didn't prepare a whole lot. I mean, other than I'm just going to read y'all the fucking creepy pasta. <laughs> that's a, that's what I'm doing, but. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, do I go first this week now? I don't. Who went? What did we do last time? Uh, you, you did Kakui first, and I did okay. 
Mononongle. Yeah. Mononongle. Uh-huh. That's the last episode we recorded together. Okay, go for it. Okay. Well, hopefully, does it still, can you hear my voice when I go to the internet? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn off my camera, though. Okay. I can't see you anyways. Oh, okay. Cool. Because I'm on my internet. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, well, I'm taking it back to the phenomena that is Slendy, Slender Man. Wonderful. Toskini boy, skinny boy. Um, So, uh, there's a cool little story, but I want to give you all a slight, well, maybe I could just start off with that. Maybe I'll do that, huh? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the story of Slender Man. <clears throat> okay. I'm just going to read you a story, so don't expect much. And if it doesn't make sense, I'm sorry. Great. It's this, per- it's this other author. I don't know who. Uh... For me, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make sure we get. This is from January 14th, 2010. Yeah, I remember playing that Slendy game in high school. I did not. You never played it? No. The video game? Oh, no. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty unsettling. Yeah. I mean, just because it's, it's very much, there's another video game that was very similar to it. Where essentially the screen's just fucking black. (laughs) And you have your one little light. And then, like, if you get seen by him and shit, you're dead. And, like, it's bad. So it's just, like, you're just, like, staring at a dark screen waiting for something to pop out at you. And it's like, "Ah!" Um, So it's fun. You got to play it in the dark. Okay. (laughs) Don't do it. Anyways. The story, as promised. After waking up with the jolt, the girl laid in bed for a few seconds longer. Reaching over to switch on her bedside lamp, she tried to remember exactly what had stolen her sweet, sweet slumber away. When she couldn't, the brunette, she's a brunette, swung her legs over the side of the bed and heaved herself up. Checking the time on her phone, she snorted when she saw it was midnight, the witching hour, which I'm pretty sure the witching hour is like 3 a.m. Yeah, so dummies. Um (laughs) <laughs> knowing that sleep at authors all. yeah god don't they know anything <laughs> fuck um knowing that sleep would only evade her she left her bedroom for the kitchen a good cup of coffee on her mind and i'm like who the fuck wakes up at midnight and is like mm, yeah i'm gonna go make a cup of coffee when yeah, i wake up yeah. at midnight i'm like fuck you i'm going back to sleep yeah even if i do lay there for hours i'll at least turn on a tv show and pretend <laughs> but whatever i don't know i guess she wants coffee (sighs) as she passed by her front door a chill spread like liquid fire down her spine it's only winter she told herself focusing again on the coffee plan measuring out scoops water and preparing her cup kept her occupied but as the dark liquid boiled she had nothing left to keep her mind from wandering off the chill returned and she couldn't help but glance behind her to the front door it stood there innocently enough just like always the deadbolt was still in place and she could see nothing amiss with it. Turning back to her coffee, she did her best to forget about that feeling. With her cup in hand, she started back towards the bedroom. As she walked by the front door, she decided that a quick glance out of the peephole would help calm her restless mind. And I'm like, absolutely the fuck not. I ain't never looking at my people. Even if someone, I don't know, if someone knocks, I just, you know, go away. And don't look at the that. people. Just pretend. It's- <laughs> I usually I just <laughs> so when it used to happen when I lived over by Baylor and this sounds oh, awful. Yeah. Back when the homeless people would ring my doorbell at five a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just called the police. No, I would and too. Begged my dog to bark, but he never did. That was me. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. I was always just like, just bark. Nothing. There were. You remember at. Uh, the old house that I lived in with Chris, the girl, um, my first bedroom, you remember how my bedroom window, one of them was like right next to the front door, like on the porch. And so I, uh, 
there was one time these people were like knocking on the door and I was like sitting next to that window. And of course, like Kitty had fucked up all the blinds. So mm-hmm. they were like broken, you know. Um, so if you just like looked over, they could see in. And I was <laughs> sitting right by the window doing my hair and makeup because that's where my uh, mirror was. And these people like start knocking on my door. They were, I think, religious affiliated. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like kind of like start going. And then like after like two knocks, I was like, man, are these motherfuckers going to leave? And they didn't. They just kept knocking. And I was like, what the fuck? And then so I'm like having to like to get past the window so they don't see me. I had to like army crawl on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please don't look at me. Oh. And then I then yeah. I went and looked out my peephole and was like, what the, or no, there was a window. And so I just was like, kind of, I was like kind of creeping and I was like, yeah, what are you doing? and then it, they knocked like five times before they finally went away. And I was like, if somebody doesn't answer on the first knock, like fucking leave. What the hell? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know why this bitch decided to glance at her peephole though. That's yeah. weird. The chill worsened with each step she took towards the door and further away from the safety and warmth of her blankets. She pressed her empty hand against the cold metal door and took a deep breath before leading her eye to the peephole. At first, she could only see an inky blackness and somehow seemed to swirl in itself. Uh, I think they could have phrased that better, but whatever. Mm -hmm. When she blinked in surprise, the void melted away. She wished it hadn't. In its place, there stood what she could only guess was once a man. The limbs were long and inhumanly awkward, with bulky joints branching off into several arms, not unlike the branches of a tree. The creature was draped in a black suit, somehow making the thing more nightmarish to her. The icing on the proverbial cake, however, (laughs) was what passed as the hellish thing's face. It was as though her mind blurred the ghastly visage to spare itself further shock and horror. She shoved herself away from the door with hands still pressed against it. The scalding mug of coffee fell, the liquid burning her bare legs as she fell backwards and tried to crawl away from the door. Dummy. That's why you don't make coffee at midnight. Yeah. That's she the knew so reason why. <laughs> yeah. Because Slender Man will get you and you'll spill it on you. Uh-huh. Stupids. Um, she knew somehow that her mind hadn't been playing tricks on her. As she <laughs> as she crammed water coming to get him some water, but go on. Okay, I keep reading. Yeah. Okay. As she crab walked away from the door, she watched as tendrils as black as the void she first saw snake around through the cracks. Ooh, he got inside. The, the girl was trapped between the instinct to flee and the gut feeling to not turn her back on the door. When the door jolted, the urge to flee overcame her and she slipped in the burning liquid as she tried to make it back to her room. Stupid. She knew deep down that she was trapping herself in a corner, but she had to get away from the door. The girl was halfway down the hallway when she heard the previously locked door creak open. Creak. She screamed and slipped into a wall, cracking her chin on it. What? Oh my God. Damn, she clumsy. Girl, and stunning her. Are you going to fall? <laughs> yeah, no, like, girl, have a little bit of chill. I don't know. I guess I never had Slender Man attack me, so <laughs> I'm not going to look. Sure. Um, after that, there was only blackness because she cracked her chin. Uh-huh. And then it goes, star, 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 star. Nicole, question mark. A warm male voice snapped the woman out of her trance. As she turned around, she was met by one of her sister's doctors. Why, why one of her sister's doctors? Yeah. She nodded, not sure if she could say anything or even if she could find her voice. If she did have something to say. That morning, she had gotten an urgent phone call from the hospital saying that her sister Lindsay was there. Before they had even let her see the doctor, the doctors had pulled her off to the side and insisted that they talk to her about what might have happened. Phrases like, oh, this is getting dark. Phrases like self-inflicted and assault had been thrown around and Nicole felt her mind reel. She still didn't fully understand, understood what they had been saying until she saw Lindsay with her own eyes. Her little sister had a bandage wrapped around her head, covering both of her, e- both of her ears and as well as her eyes. They said it was to keep her now dead and dies from drying out. Ooh, gross. Jesus. <laughs> and to try to what keep infection. doctor speaks like that? <laughs> what doctor is like, we want to keep her dead shark eyes from drying out? Her dead and eyes, yeah. Could put some little gauze on it. And try to keep infection out of the wounds Lindsay had made to her ears. The doctors had guessed that either she or someone else had jammed a pencil into them to keep her off balance or to deafen herself against something. 
Where'd she get a pencil? Follow up. Why are we there... on the word self-inflicted? Yeah, like she's well. That yeah, they're saying to deafen herself against something. Like I don't know if I would. I don't know if that would be my first reaction. Oh. I don't know. There was a mix of first and second degree burns on her hands, legs, and feet from what was assumed to be the coffee her neighbors found slipped all over the entry to her apartment. As Nicole walked into her sister's hospital room the first time, she thought she had spied the silhouette of a man in the window that she knew was impossible. Her sister's room was on the third floor of the hospital. So a little bit about Slendy Man and stuff that he has inspired. Um, so first off, if you haven't gathered from that story, Slender Man is a uh, paranormal figure purported to have been in existence for centuries, um, covering a large geographic area. Uh, believers in the Slender Man tie his appearances in with many other legends around the world, including Fear Dove, I don't know how to say that, the Dark Man in Scotland, Dutch Tachin Man, Branch Man. And the German legend of Der Grossman. Uh, the Der tall man. Grossman? Der Grossman. The tall man. The Grossman. Grossman. G-R-O-S-S-M-A-N-N. Grossman. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. So, Slenderman <clears throat> appearances. Uh, he is a male being in appearance. So maybe he could be genderless, who knows, but he looks kind of like a man with extremely long slender arms and legs. He also appears to have four to eight long black tentacles that protrude from his back, though there are um, that is maybe a little bit like a conflicted idea. So they think because there's a lot of times where he's, you know, depicted without them. Um, And so it said that maybe he can retract them. Mm. And and then put him out there when he wants. He's described as wearing a black suit, strikingly similar to the visage of the notorious men in black. <laughs> and as the name suggests, appears very thin and able to stretch his limbs and torso to inhuman lengths in order to induce fear and ensnare his prey. Um, <clears throat> once his arms are outstretched, his victims are put into something of a hypno- hypnoticized. Is that how you say it? hypnotized state <laughs> there we go <laughs> i feel like i've heard it said that first way before where they are I, utterly helpless what i have not but uh, maybe maybe it's a dream oh uh, no if you haven't heard of it it's not real megan oh, okay <laughs> um anyways yes so he takes his little tentacles and he puts them around people and then kills them um, these are boring whether he absorbs kills or merely takes his victims to an undisclosed location or dimension is also unknown there are never any bodies or evidence left behind in his wake to deduce a definite conclusion while well, that other girl was alive um, anyways maybe she got away his face is pale and slightly ghostly and almost appears to have been wrapped in a type of gauze or cloth yeah his facial features are often distorted and or it's almost like you can I just, just thought he had none yeah but no there's still like eye holes yeah they're like like sunken in but and it's all just white so it's yeah mm-hmm. it's like if you took a piece of cloth and wrapped it around a skeleton head if you skull. took a green man suit yeah <laughs> yeah one of those little things <laughs> and put it over that uh-huh. um so much of the fascination with Slendy is rooted in the overall aura of mystery that he is wrapped in. Despite the fact that it is rumored he kills children almost exclusively, it is difficult to say whether or not his only objective is slaughter. Oftentimes, it's either reported or recorded that he can be found in sections of the woods, and these generally tend to be suburban. Suburban woods? Um, <laughs> he's also been reported seen with large groups of children, as many photographs portray. Yeah, there are quite a few photographs that are said to have him in it, um, yeah. which many of them are included in this article. But <clears throat> dying. Um, but what I thought was like the most interesting. Um, oh wait, let's read this. 
let's read. Oh, <laughs> hey, look, this will tie into maybe what we're going to say uh, here in a little bit by you. There's been a big misconception about my pal, the Slender Man. I like that they say that due to the appearance <laughs> of this article. He does not have hair or a face. Everything else is correct. There's also some questioning as to whether or not there is more than one. I find that unlikely. It's most likely Slendy, Slendy fucking with your head in order to make you think that there is more than one, which he has been known to do. As of now, Slendy has three or four known accomplices. These are Hoodie, Masky, The Rake, and possibly The Observer. Mm-hmm. Not much is known yet because the next episode of the Noah Maxwell ARG has not been released. Blah, 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 blah. I don't really care about that. I just wanted to say the rake thing. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the rake was also in that video game. Oh, yeah, maybe. It's been uh, several years since I played that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyways, here's some historical references that I thought were interesting and i think they're maybe a little bit far-fetched but we're going to go into them anyways (laughs) so there's some brazilian cave paintings that are argued to be the earliest reference to the legend and they're within a cave found in i'm gonna butcher this the ser da capivara (laughs) national park ser da capivara national park in northeast of brazil and the northeast parts of brazil which are believed to date back as far as 9000 bc these paintings show a strangely strangely elongated character leading a child by the hand but make no reference to the extra appendages but i mean i feel like that's probably just like you know an alien mm-hmm. um, sure the next known possible reference to the slender man comes from around 3100 bc in lower egypt with references to the thief of the gods or the thief of cook becoming commonplace during the reign of pharaoh wasner what a white name um wasner hieroglyphic carvings representing the thief are found in the pharaoh's tomb who was rumored to have some kind of encounter with the entity the carvings resemble a strange figure with multiple upper limbs one that has never been found in any other hieroglyph language he's also been uh said to have made some appearances in some german woodcuts there is a renowned German woodcutter, Hans Frickenberg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frickenberg mm-hmm. created at least two woodcuts featuring the character he described as Der Ritter, the knight, during the mid 16th century that were discovered in Halsberg Castle in 1883. Whilst Frickenberg was well known for his realistic depiction of human anatomy, something that was unusual among woodcuts of the time. Um, these pictures featured a skeletal multi-limbed character. Historians are unsure of the exact symbol symbolic <laughs> symbolic nature of the character. So I can't speak. Um, with some claiming that it is a personification of the religious wars that reached in Europe at the time. But others are like, nah, that bitch, Slendy, or Dare Gross Man, the tall man. Great. Dare Gross Man. Um And then there's even a chilling account from an old journal dating from about 1702. My child, my Lars, he is gone, taken from his bed. The only thing that we found was a scrap of black clothing. It feels like cotton, but it is softer, thicker. Oh, sorry. Lars came into my bedroom yesterday, screaming at the top of his lungs that the angel is outside. Ooh, fuck. I asked him what he was talking about, and he told me some nonsense fairy story about Der Grossman. He said he went into the groves by our village and found one of my cows dead, hanging from a tree. Oh, I thought nothing of it at first, but now he is gone. We must find Lars, and my family must leave before we are killed. I am sorry, my son. I should have listened. May God forgive me. Isn't that fun? Uh, He's also in Roman mythology. But 
he has also caused some true crime, as we very well may all know. Uh, On May 31st in 2014 in Waukesha, Wisconsin, two 12-year-old girls lured their best friend Peyton Lutner into the woods and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to become proxies of the fictional character Slenderman. Uh, the victim then crawled to a road where she was found recovered after six days in the hospital. The perpetrators were found not guilty by mental disease or defect and committed to mental health institutions for sentences of 25 and 65 years, respectively. Um, the actual mm-hmm. attack took place in nearby forest during a game of hide and seek on, like I said, as May, May 31st. Um, she was pinned down and then stabbed 19 times in the arms, legs, and torso with a kitchen knife with a five-inch long blade. Two wounds were to major organs. One missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter. Shit, that's so close. And another went through her diaphragm, cutting into her liver and stomach. Wire and Geyser told Lutner that they wouldn't, that they would find help, but they did not get any upon leaving. Afterwards, she dragged herself and was found by a cyclist. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty crazy. Um, one of them just pretty much felt no empath- empathy and was just like, yeah, oh, fucking yeah. Shit. when um, they told her when she asked like where the girl was, and the mm-hmm. police like she's at the hospital, she survived. The girl goes, Oh, then can I go back to school? Yeah, just fucking heartless. Like, God. And then she returned to school in September. Yeah. I'm like, damn, bitch. The the stab the victim. Um, and I'm just like, how in the I would be like, absolutely fuck not. I'm never going back to school. Fuck y'all. You can yeah homeschool me. I don't need any friends. <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my friend Slindy. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool. Um, yeah, hope you don't run into him. It would suck. Yeah, for sure. okay so i am doing the i'm gonna talk about the rake yay i wanted to reevaluate the sentence i had just formed (laughs) we Um, didn't plan this either so we did not um so i heard about the rake when i was in high school Uh a friend of mine showed me a youtube video are you okay yeah kitty just stabbed her fucking nail into me god sorry she why are you scratching me um so a friend of mine had shown me a youtube video about it and it was like so fucking creepy i remember um send me that youtube video i'll have to find it uh i haven't watched it in forever because it like was so creepy to me for so long Mm. um so there's a few stories now some of them well, we'll just get into it. I'm going to okay. tell you a few of the stories that are the rake. I'm excited. Uh, this one is a suicide note from 1964. Oh, jeez. And these are all creepypastas, too. Love it. And it says, as I prepare to take my life, I feel it necessary to assuage, assuage, assuage? Assuage. In for pain I've introduced through this act. It is not the fault of anyone other than him. For once I awoke and felt his presence. And once I awoke and saw his form. Once again, I awoke and heard his voice and looked into his eyes. I cannot sleep without fear of what might next awake to exp- what I might next awake to experience. I cannot ever wake. Goodbye. Found in a wooden box were two empty envelopes addressed to William and Rose and one loose personal letter with no envelope. Dearest Lenny, I have prayed for you. He spoke your name. Oh. So that's, you know, these these first few I'm going to read are super short. I love it. This one says, a journal entry translated from Spanish, 1880. Damn. Uh, I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I see his eyes when I close mine. They are hollow, black, black, saw me and pierced me. His wet hand, I will not sleep. His voice, and then it just says unintelligible text. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, and this one is a Mariner's Log, 1691. Uh, he came to me in my sleep. From the foot of my bed, I felt a sensation. He took everything. We must return to England. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. And that's oh. the first, like, mention, the earliest mention of the rake is Mariner's Log, 1691. Wow. Okay. So this one is from a witness, 2006. And this one's going to be longer, like, long. Um, I'm excited. I say long. I'm also reading it on my iPhone, so it looks longer than it is. Yeah. Uh, three years ago, I had just returned from a trip from Niagara. Yeah. From a trip from Niagara Falls with my family for the 4th of July. We were all very exhausted. Oh, me too. <laughs> uh, we were all very exhausted after a long day of driving. So my husband and I put the kids right to bed and called it a night. At about 4 a.m., I woke up thinking my husband had gotten up to use the restroom. I used the moment to steal back the sheets, only to wake him in the process. I apologized and told him I thought he got out of bed. When he turned to face me, he gasped and pulled his feet up from the end of the bed so quickly his knee almost knocked me out of the bed. He then grabbed me and said nothing. After adjusting to the dark for a half second, I was able to see what caused the strange reaction. At the foot of the bed, sitting and facing away from us, there was what appeared to be a naked man or a large hairless dog of some sort. Its body position was disturbing and unnatural. It was as if it had been hit by a car or something. For some reason, I was not instantly frightened by it, but more concerned as to its condition. At this point, I was somewhat under the assumption that we were supposed to help him. Uh, My husband was peering over his arm and knee, tucked into the fetal position, occasionally glancing at me before returning to the creature. In a flurry of motion, the creature scrambled around the side of the bed and then crawled quickly in a flailing sort of motion right along the bed until it was less than a foot from my husband's face. The creature was completely silent for about 30 seconds or probably closer to five, it just seemed like a while, just looking at my husband. The creature then placed its hand on his knee and ran into the hallway leading to the kids' rooms. I screamed and ran for the light switch, planning to stop him before he hurt my children. When I got to the hallway, the light from the bedroom was enough to see it crouching and hunched over about 20 feet away. He turned around and looked directly at me, covered in blood. I flipped the the switch on the wall and saw my daughter, Clara. The creature ran down the stairs while my husband and I rushed to help our daughter. She was very badly injured and spoke only once once more in her short life. She said, he is the rake. My husband drove his car into a lake that night while rushing our daughter to the hospital. They did not survive. Being a small town, news got around pretty quickly. The police were helpful at first, and the local newspaper took a lot of interest as well. However, the story was never published, and the local television news never followed up either. For several months, my son Justin and I stayed in a hotel near my parents' house. After we decided to return home, I began looking for answers myself. I eventually located a man in the next town over who had a similar story. We got in contact and began talking about our experiences. He knew of two other people in New York who had seen the creature we now referred to as the rake. It took the four of us about two solid years of hunting on the internet and writing letters to come up with a small collection of what we believe to be accounts of the rake. None of them gave any details, history, or follow-up. One journal had an entry involving the creature in its first three pages and never mentioned it again. A ship's log explained nothing of the encounter, saying only that they were told to leave by the rake. That was the last entry in the log. There were, however, many instances where the creature's visit was one of the, one of a series of visits with the same person. Multiple people also mentioned being spoken to, my daughter included. This led us to wonder if the rake had visited any of us before our last encounter. I set up a digital recorder near my bed and left it running all night, every night for two weeks. I would tediously scan through the sounds of me rolling around in my bed each day when I woke up. By the end of the second week, I was quite used to the occasional sound of sleep while blurring through the recording at eight times the normal speed. This still took almost an hour every day. On the first day of the third week, I thought I heard something different. What I found was a shrill voice. It was the rake. I can't listen to it long enough to even begin to transcribe it. I haven't let anyone listen to it yet. All I know is that I've heard it before, and I now believe that it spoke 
when it was sitting in front of my husband. I don't remember hearing anything at the time, but for some reason, the voice on the recorder immediately brings me back to that moment. The thoughts that must have gone through my daughter's head make me very upset. I have not seen the rake since he ruined my life, but I know that he has been in my room while I slept. I know and fear that one night I will, I will wake up to see him staring at me. Well, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. So that is the rake. They did make a movie about it. Okay. Uh-huh. But it was not a success, as it turned out. Yeah, I think Slenderman also had a movie and also sucked ass. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, like I said, like, I'll see if I can find the, um, the video I saw. It, like, honestly, it looks almost like Slenderman. Mm-hmm. But just, like, very slightly different. And naked? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, it's so weird. Yeah, I have to find, like I said, I have to find all of the uh, the videos. Because it was very interesting. Um, I mean, it's there's not really a lot of history that I could find about the rake. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, um, I mean, I feel like those accounts were pretty historic, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's depicted as an unusually tall, hairless, pale humanoid, humanoid creature who generally crouches or crawls on all fours. Um, Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Photoshopped images of the rake. It says here's. What we've got, humanoid, about six feet tall when standing, but usually crouches and walks on all fours. Very pale skin. The face is blank, as in no nose, no mouth. However, it has three solid green eyes, one in the middle of its forehead and two other, and the other two on the side of its head toward the back. Usually seen in front yards and suburban areas. Usually just watches the observer, but will stand up and attack if approached. When it attacks, a mouth opens up as if a hinged skull that opens at the chin reveals many tiny but dull teeth. Uh, the character's spindly limbs, low to the ground, lurking, and many teeth help contribute to its name, the rake. So that's, that's creepy. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I'll try and find that video and get it to you because it is yeah. very interesting. That would be cool. Yeah. So, that's it. I actually don't know a lot about the rake. You oh, know? Really? Uh, yeah. I just, I can't, I know I was very young when I, obviously, I was at least in high school when I saw the video. Um, but, oh, I think here it is. I think. Oh, you think you found it? Sure. I'd have to watch it to make sure. I know. Uh, okay. Sure. But um yeah, my friends had shown it to me and I just remember being like, this is creepy as shit. Yeah. This isn't it. Um ah. yeah, no. But I'll find it. I tell you, I will find it. Because they like the way it's put together is almost like a uh like an actual news story. Oh, so it, like it looks like it's a real reporting. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. I like it's, it when it yeah. fools me to thinking it's real. Yeah, honestly, it sure did. It sure did. It sure did. Hush. You hear her? Uh-huh. Yep. I'm trying to remember what my security code is. Oh. I think it's that uh for my I'm trying to order some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, Enjoy these. So do you want to close this out so that you can get up and go get, get your card to get your pizza? Oh, I already did. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we can probably still go ahead and close it out. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, if you couldn't guess, we're on Zoom today. And that's, that's right. because, well... 
first off, he had a repeat last week because we couldn't get to the studio. And yeah. we were all too sad. We were dealing with the fact that our world was flipped upside down. So, yeah. um, and then yesterday I had to make a unexpected trip to San Antonio. So <laughs> we could not record at our normal time. We were going to record, but then there was some technical uh, people fixing stuff at the new studio. So, right. We couldn't go in. They said, no, we hate y'all. You cannot. Yeah. Commit. That's what they said. Exact word for word. Mm-hmm. Mike said it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why we are on Zoom today. And hopefully next week we'll resume our normal. Yeah. Episode. I mean, this was a normal episode, but, you know, just sound quality is lacking. Sure. So uh, if you want to reach out to us, though. Yeah, we, we have ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those is Instagram. Ah, that's what's your excuse podcast. No spaces, no apostrophes, all one big giant word. Uh huh. The other one, or another one, is Facebook. And that's what's your excuse podcast with spaces in it and apostrophes because they're we're not yeah. animals. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, you can also shoot us an email. Yep. And that's what's your excuse podcast at gmail.com. Send us any of your favorite ghost stories. Yeah. Any that you have, if you have a Slindy or a Rake experience, um, or if they've ever made you kill someone or try, you know, let's hear that too, I guess, huh? Sure. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't admit to murder. We will. P- Turn you yeah. into the police. <laughs> I fully have no loyalty to anyone ever. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we will sell you right out. Yeah, I absolutely uh, will. Sorry, okay. I'm to light on my face, but oh yeah, all I can see is the reflection in your eyeballs. So it's just like two shiny, glowing lights, and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> Good. Um, mm-hmm. I'll turn off my video. No, so, no, uh, come back. Oh, okay. So, like to look uh, at your little glowing dots. And those any of your emails. We do also have some patrons that we need to thank. And those Yeah, are, we love them. Yeah, Brian and Amanda. Oh, yeah, we also have uh Brandon. And we have Jeffrey. And Shelby. So thank you guys for your support. We continue. You. Yeah, y'all are the best. You become a patron of ours. Mm-hmm. You can go to patreon.com slash what's your excuse podcast. That's right. You can help us pay for things. That's right. <laughs> and we might follow through with our promises to you. Yeah, maybe. There's no guarantee. Oh, yikes. So, uh, all right. <laughs> well, I think that's it, right? We're not in the lovely Rogue Media Network today, okay. but we're in the Zoom Rogue Media Network studios. That's right. Um, and yeah, that that is all. I hope that y'all are all fun and safe. Yeah. After this week. I hope y'all made it through. Yeah, it was a it was a close one, huh? Yeah. Note to self, Texas. Get on the nationwide grid, asshole. Yeah, so we don't overload ourselves ever again. Follow-up note to Texas. And get some salt. Note to Texas Senator, don't escape the state. Mm-hmm. That oh my god, I could believe it when I saw it. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding and me? And then right throw now? your kids under the bus. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, they told me they wanted to go. Which, like, okay, in what situation could I have as like a 12-year-old told my mom, let's go to Cancun? And then her being yeah. like, I just want to be a good mom, so we should go. No, fuck that. I mean, I don't. Maybe, maybe if we had unnecessarily rich parents. Nope. And he get paid too much money apparently to do a job he fucking sucks ass at. Yeah. So sorry. (laughs) Anyways, that's that's it. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's all. Um, Well, Well, bye. Okay, love you. Bye. (laughs) what's your excuse
Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Com- yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. The words I'm singing now mean nothing more than me. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite. ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just $30. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code ResWriteRMN10 for 10% off all services. Again, that is ResWriteRMN10, which is R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M, as in mom, N as in nachos, 10 for 10% off all services. What? Nachos was a good thing. (laughs) Hi, my name is Gary. I spend a lot of time on Rogue Media. I love podcasting. Podcast makes me so happy. When I'm not doing anything else, I'm listening to Bluesville, Keep Waco Loud, and a lot of other things. I love the Rogue Media. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.